We're on. Hello, everybody. We just got back from Banff. So I wanted to talk about our trip to Banff. I've got some technical information. First off, I'd like to thank my donor and uh, um, thank him for all the generosity and giving me this heart. Also, I'd like to send a quick shout out to Neffers on Instagram, N-E-F-F-F-F-E-R-S. It's on Instagram. She is trying to get a subsidy, a grant from our dean, I believe. And she wants to design some uh, transplant clothes and the basis is going to be her donor Eric so she f she's feeling that she's, he was an artist she's going to put some of his art on the back of the shirt which is really cool uh, Nevin from the Langlois family who's fighting for the fourth time leukemia you're in our our hearts our prayers he's starting chemo today I think he gets his blood fusion transfusion shortly from his younger sister so we want to send a special uh, shout out to him Kathy is at home. Uh, her CMV went undetectable for three different blood tests, so she's been able to get home. She needs that. Uh, she's doing very well. We'd like to send our heartfelt congrats to her that she's finally at home. Uh, Shoot for the Vitals, another group that uh, we support and we love. They... Um, are going to actually I think they just finished their they had a charity shoot so we're gonna be talking to them coming up but just we just got back from BAMP so we're not too sure um, and we've got two other people lined up for the podcast I can't find this I'm looking for it as I'm talking to you here I can't find it so we will move on from there so we went to BAMP and uh, my wife, my daughter, and one of her friends. Um, Grand Prairie is 669 meters, so it's 2,195 feet above sea level. We went to um, Banff, and we went to Banff is 1,383 meters, so that's 4,537 feet. And then we went to the cabin or the cave, Johnson Canyon, and it is 1,440 meters or 4,200, 4,720 feet. All in all, in the end, the heart did very, very well um, during all of this. We had a great time, um, but it, it wouldn't be a trip. Some of the things that we did would not be a trip unless you were active. 
um, especially when it comes time to keeping up with a group. Now, I have my theories about keeping up with a group, and I think you know you you do the best you can. But I always used to stress myself out about that. Don't don't do that. It's not worth it. They, I mean, people are going to travel at their own rates. This actual when we went up to the waterfalls on Johnston Canyon, it was actually a little rushed. Um, but I stayed at the back with a guide from the Yukon. We had some great talks. We're talking about hunting in the Yukon, hiking in the Yukon, um, different ways of cooking wild game. So I had, I had a good time with him. And we did it at night, so we left our cap lamps off for most of the time, and, and uh, it was awesome. Some good stars, some good scenery. We're going to be posting those pictures on our YouTube page, and they'll go up on the website. So if you want to check those out, by all means, go ahead. Um, when we got down there, we originally were going to stay in two hotel rooms, and they had just opened up a condo suite. We got this, a great deal on this condo suite, and we had two separate rooms, so one for the girls, one for Jean and I, and we were able to get a really, really good night's sleep the first night that we were down there, which was great. Um, after the traveling the next morning we went yeah the next morning we went did a training session that we went downtown banff it was nice lots of different people there um everybody was pretty friendly so that was that was enjoyable uh because we had that condo we cooked our own food for the most part that was great I find when I get up to the elevation, I get a lot of um, pressure in here at first. And it makes it hard to for that first 10 or 15 minutes to, to exert that energy and get the blood flowing, get the, the heart catching up. But this trip wasn't as bad. And I think it's because the increased activity, every little bit of activity we do, uh, we certainly get better off. Some of the stores were pretty packed. My group is well aware that if there's a lot of people in a certain area, uh, I'll stay out of that area. Everybody's fine with that. Um, one of the spots I get to pet this really cute dog it had like almost see-through eyes. I couldn't get a picture of the eyes though. She was a little antsy. It was pretty busy down there, so she wasn't too happy. Um, that's one way I avoid any having to wear a mask all the time. Those masks drive me nuts. If somebody's coughing, I move to the other side. Uh, somebody was coughing in the van, and I separated myself with my wife, and I just kind of stayed off to the side of the window on that. Um, the van took us up to Johnston Canyon, which was an excellent walk. So if you go up there, and we did the hot springs, and the hot springs were uh, 40 degrees, but not very busy. So another, you know, well worth it. Wasn't very busy. It was chlorinated, so there wasn't any bacteria really to speak of. Uh, we're not that delicate. Maybe some of us are if you're fresh out of transplant. Um, if you're fresh out of transplant, though, you shouldn't really be 
with open wounds, you shouldn't be going into the the pool anyway, right? Because you're gonna get infected. Um, so I'm back. I'm not sick. Uh, you know, take today to to rest a little bit. Uh, it was high energy for the most part. Go 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 go. We. So we did the hot springs, we did downtown shopping. Oh, then we went on this killer walk. And I don't remember the name of the place we went to, but it was up in Lake Louise. I think it was called uh, Jasper Lake, which is weird. And there's this great big massive hotel. They had a root store in it, which is kind of weird. Um, went for a hike across the lake. The girls went skating. I wanted to see what was across the lake, so we hiked across the lake. It was about five and a half, six K, and went up a really steep um, snow hill. That was challenging because there was people sliding down at the same time. And I only had running shoes on, well, hiking shoes, but not like boots. A couple of spots that went in, the snow was waist deep. And I'm thinking the exercise, I went up at my own pace. I didn't push it. I was not dressed appropriately for hiking up a mountain face like that. I just had standard you know, lots of clothes on. I have better clothes for doing that. Would probably would have lightened at least 10 or 12 pounds off of me if I had had my other clothes on. I still made it to the top. It was an, it was awesome. Those pictures will be on YouTube and on the, the uh, website. Jessica's been working really hard on this thing. So we're, we're getting the website kind of going, but we have had a heck of a time trying to figure out how to get this thing to get on Spotify. We still haven't figured out iTunes yet, but we're hoping that we're pretty close. I don't know why they don't make it a little easier, but anyway. Um, we had a real smooth trip. Not a lot of snow, not a lot of ice. Um, so we... We, we got right down there. It was kind of late, actually. But the night we got down there, that's when we went to the uh, hot springs. It was so relaxing. Hot springs were awesome. Um, I still think that when you're away and you're, you're exerting that much energy... And your energy level is going to fall where your comfort level is. So a heart transplant patient that's probably just gotten out of the hospital, uh, it's not going to be going on the hike up to Johnston unless they're, you know, some sort of a, a maniac. I would have done it. There's a few other people that would have done it. But I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I know that fellow was... He was months before he was able to run. And I, a couple months after I, I was out of my transplant, we were playing ringette on the ice. 
Uh, but I'm a bit of an idiot. I got in trouble for that from my transplant team, but I did it anyway. The one thing though is exercising when we're out there, getting the blood flowing really seems to make the trip that much more enjoyable. So I recommend it. If you can stay at a spot that has some sort of a treadmill or bike or whatever it is you like to do, then stay there, do that. Uh, order the food, less sodium and less sauce and keep your fluids up. I got a little dehydrated, so I, I'm, I'm always doing that though. Um, we also stopped a couple times and kind of had a bit of a nap. I don't know what the technicalities on elevation are, but for us that, how many meters was that? Nine, 800 meters, 900 meters. That's about 2,400 feet. For me, that made a bit of a difference. And, you know, walking across a snow-filled lake is just like walking in sand. Uh, so there were points when we were tired, so we took a nap. I used to try not to do that, but I do that now. If I need a 15, 20 minute re-kick, then I'll take that quick nap and, and boot everything back up again. So we had a great trip. Um, we're, like I said, we're not that delicate. So get out there and do that stuff with your family. and Don't be afraid to do it. You, you know how far you can push yourself. You just have to train everybody around you to accept it. And if you want to slow the, the pace down or, or you know, you want to go a different route on the, on the hill or whatever, then just go. If you don't like the, the amount of coughing some people are doing, then don't go in that area. It, who cares? Like, what's anybody going to say to you? And if I get people that will say something to me, I'll just say, hey, listen, I've had a heart transplant. I don't have much of an immune system, so this is what I'm going to do. And nine times out of ten, people back right off. You know, you always get that one asshole out there, but there's lots of them. You can't do anything about them. Um, my family's really good. I don't run into any issues like that. And, like, I've had them even come up and say, you know, don't go in there. There's too many people coughing or whatever, so that I just don't go in. Know your limits and push them. Push them when it's safe to do so. But you're gonna have a real good idea of, when you're looking at something, like when I was looking at going up this hill, I was apprehensive about going up this, this snowy face there'll be a picture like I said the picture doesn't do much justice that little black dot next to the trees in one of the pictures that's a full-grown human so I'm going to say that I climbed 300 meters up on an incline like, like that and in some cases I was using my hands to get up but I felt comfortable with that. Not everybody's going to feel comfortable with that. 
but I knew that I could get up there. I was actually more worried about getting down than I was getting up because it was a mess. And I went in a couple of times, like I said, up to my hip, but don't be afraid to do that. Like if, if everybody else is, let's say they want to go up and check out the waterfalls. I, I don't know where you are. You, you got to go up, you know, 10 flights of stairs. Go up the stairs. It doesn't matter if people are passing you. You're not competing with them. You're just competing with yourself. But don't think, well, you know, I better not do this. Well, why not? You have a new heart. You have this new heart. I mean, if you have stage four congestive heart failure, yeah, I get it. Don't be climbing up the, the side of a, of a mountain. You're not going to make it. <laughs> and then you're going to be stuck with no wind. But once the heart picks up the, the speed, if you're exercising, then everything gets its oxygen, even at high elevation, and you'll make it to the top. And then you, you've won. You know, you've accomplished something. You're looking up at something like, oh, I can't do that. That's not right. Go up halfway and set your goal. I'm going to go quarter, half, three quarters, three thirds. That's all the way up. And then go all the way up to the top. Now you're up at the top and now you've, you've done your thing. And then when you're up there, take a look around and enjoy the moment for yourself and your donor and your heart and think about I had my old heart cut out of my chest and I had this new heart put back in and I just did that that's what you're after you want to feel that set of accomplishment and that can be two flights of stairs it doesn't matter one flight of stairs walking from here to the mailbox Mailbox is at the end of the driveway. That's your first win. So do it. I hear people, well, I don't know. You know, I mean, what's going to happen? What are you going to do? Wear it out? No, you're not going to wear it out. So go after it. If you've got a big trip coming up and you know that you're going to, there's going to be, say, lots of walking or... You're going to have to horse around with the kids. Well, get ready for it. You know, start walking around the block or, or, or go and exercise. Get on a treadmill and put it at zero and walk as far as you can the first day. Maybe it's 20 feet. Well, 20 feet further than what you did in the morning. And then when you get into situations like this where you're looking going up this steep, across a lake, that's six kilometers. Almost. I can tell you how much it was. I'll look it up. And then, you know, if you've got a Fitbit or a, a Whoop, like, oh, this thing was great for the trip. Um, oh, it doesn't say here. I went up a bunch of flight of stairs, though. <laughs> um, if you prepare yourself, then you're going to be that much better off. You're going to have confidence, good pair of shoes, you know, something that's comfortable. And, you know, proper diet. Think about what you're going to eat before you head out. Take some snacks. We went up this 
hill, no water, no snacks, no nothing. And that was stupid. Um, but I was in a situation too, though, where I have been trying really hard to get trained for these types of events where I can just go and do it and it worked. I was able to just go do it. We did other stuff. We were up the next morning and off we went. I haven't made it to the gym yet today, but I'm still planning on going. Um, I really think it's important that we concentrate on how strong we are and how our bodies, I don't know, are a hundred times stronger than what our mind thinks our bodies are. And you're going to hear, all you have to do is open your ears and you're going to hear negativity constantly. But you know, you know how your heart reacts and you know what you can do with your heart. You know how hard you can push it. Your wife, your husband, your kids, the doctors. Well, I guess if you're hooked up to, you know, an echo with a, you know, when you're doing a stress test, then yeah, they know, but they don't know how strong you are. But you do. So push it a little bit in a controlled environment. Push it on the treadmill a bit. Put the incline up a half or one and walk. Next day you go in, put it to two and slip it up to 12 one day and see how far you can go. Why not? We, we got these hearts, kidneys, lungs. I don't know what it's like to have them, but I know how hard it is to go up a, a, a dead incline off no start and try and get your heart to catch up to where your body is, the amount of energy and oxygen that your body's using, and yet it's not flowing through your system. I understand that, but you can push through it. Don't be scared of that, just push through it. Gently, take a break. Go another 10 feet, go another 200 feet. Go no feet, sit down, have a drink, have a smile, make fun of somebody. Get back up and go back up the hill. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're not that delicate. We've had our chest opened up. I've had bivad, LVAD. Some I've had heart attacks. Some of us have heart attacks, blood clots, strokes, CMV, chemotherapy, all these different things. You've made it through all that. Well, now it's time to live. I'd rather die on my terms. And my terms are, if I was climbing up that hill and that was it, I kicked the bucket. Well, it's a good spot. It's better than in the hospital. You need to believe in yourself. You need to believe in what you can do. And, and trust me, I was in the same spot that you were. When I came out of the hospital, I could barely go up a flight of stairs. Actually, that's not even true either. I struggled to get up. I think like a, I had to go up seven steps. I did the 12 steps or whatever it was to the top and I came back down again. But it wasn't easy. But I turned this on and this off and then my body just did it. And then 
you your mind starts to learn how capable your body is and then you get to a point where you're like okay i gotta you know do some more work on my legs or whatever then that makes a trip like this possible and that's what that's what the goal is and that's why we want to do these podcasts and get people believing in what they can do and get you believing in the fact that yeah there's lots of people that you know well i've been discriminated against with having this heart i've had younger people say to me oh here i'll lift that motor i don't need you to lift the motor so i'll pick up the electrical motor i'll walk it across site they pick up the next one and their back is sore i try not to get help um, unless i need it or unless i'm in a situation where it's beneficial then i take the help i'm a proud guy i try and do everything on my own uh, but i still get help so remember that you're way tougher than what you think and banff was awesome and if you exercise and you get yourself to a spot i'm not saying you're going to go climb mountains but what you can do is you can accompany everybody on the walk downtown and maybe you can go for a skate uh, I was skating a couple months after transplant. I wiped out, landed on my side. Nothing happened. I was good. I was playing ringette. And I was horsing around. And like I said, I've pushed the limits a little bit. No, no ill effects. So you can do it. And um, you know, maybe you're feeling sick. You got the headaches, whatever else. I was talking to a fella. And he keeps getting headaches from the prograph. I told him what I did to get rid of the headaches from the prograph. And uh, he's going to try that. It doesn't work for everybody, but take the variations that everybody's given you. And what you may find is that all of a sudden you, you hit the right recipe and follow that recipe. Okay. So that's our Banff trip. Um, like I said, we had a great time. Uh, go and check out Neffers. Give her some support. Uh, shoot for the vitals, especially, you know, your Alberta, uh, BC, some parts of BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. Check out Shoot for the Vitals. That's an awesome group. If anybody knows of any groups, I know we don't have a very large following. Um, I don't think we even have a following, to be quite honest, just yet, but we're going to keep plugging away. Um, if, uh, if you have any groups, email me, what's, is our email on that? Uh, it will be below the video. Okay. So Jessica is going to take care of that and we're going to be made in the shade. So stick with us. We have a 24 hour waiting period for Spotify and YouTube. And then we're going to be going live on Spotify and YouTube. That'll be tomorrow afternoon. And we're hoping to have iTunes figured out by the end of today, if that's at all possible. And um, we've, got, we've got lots more content coming. Okay. Now the next podcast that I want to do, I'm going to get into a little bit more about your heart and 
the type of crazy stuff we can do with it, okay? Give us a rating if you can. Tell your friends. Maybe they want to check us out. And as we get going here, we'll get better. And we appreciate your support. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to my donor. Peace.